This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Well, as we have turned the calendar, many people will start looking at their finances, see how they're doing. Certainly the state of the economy with higher inflation and higher interest rates has made it a bigger challenge for many households. So what are some of the things that people should be considering when reviewing their finances? Jean Chatsky is founder and host of the Her Money podcast, and she is also one of the coaches on the PBS series Opportunity Knocks. Jean, great to talk to you again. How are you? I'm really good. Thanks for having me. Let me start out just with the concept of doing an assessment and how important that is for people on an annual basis, or maybe with the way inflation is going right now, maybe every once in a while to to check it out. Yeah, no, no question. I mean, I, I, I've got to say we spent part of the holiday break in Argentina where inflation is raging at 80%. And, and so my perspective has definitely shifted a bit. But I think the start of the year is such a great time to see what's coming in, what's going out and and where it's going. Because only if you take the time to pay attention, do you have the ability to gather all of the information necessary to make changes so that you know you're using your financial resources to accomplish the things that you want rather than just letting the money slip through your fingers? Do enough people do that right now? I'm guessing the answer is probably not, unfortunately. No. I mean, one of the things that we do at Her Money, and it's very similar to the process that I went through with the couples on Opportunity on opportunity Knocks is what we call getting dirty with your data, actually going through the process of figuring out where your cash is going. And when I ask people at all different levels of income to track their spending for me, whether they do it for a couple of weeks or whether they can stick with it for a whole month, there are inevitably these big aha moments. Because when you think about how we spend these days, it's it's not check writing. It's not necessarily pulling cash out of the ATM and spending that cash. It's so much faster. It's dipping and tapping and swiping and clicking, and it happens immediately, and we have no idea where our money is going much of the time. So forcing yourself into this position where you slow down for a little bit and you just pay attention is really, really helpful. It's kind of the philosophy of remote control. You know, you kind of put everything in there and leave it and don't worry about it, yet things do change over the course of time. Yeah, they change. And, you know, one of the statistics I've held on to from the pandemic is the fact that the average household has 24 different subscriptions these days, right? I mean, those are hitting your bank account or your credit card every single month. Yeah. In, in a lot of cases, if, if you just went through those and got rid of the ones that you were no longer really engaged in, you'd have a lot more money to put towards the things that matter to you. And, and part of this is not just a spending assessment. It's a little bit of a values assessment. In our Finance Fix Financial Coaching Program, that's, that's what we call it, um, we ask people to go through the the tracking, not just to see where their money is going, but to ask themselves the question, would you make this purchase again? 
Because if the answer is no, then you very quickly understand that this is not something that you really value. So how challenging is it for people to make resolutions about their finances? I would think that's a that's a challenge in itself. It is a challenge. A lot of people do it. When we look at surveys about New Year's resolutions, finances come up very, very high on the list every year. And my favorite research is about making and keeping resolutions is actually Wharton research. I mean, I'm a big fan of Katie Milkman. Um, uh-huh. And I I think her research on fresh starts is right on. You know, if you, it, we're, we're now headed into the second week of January. If you have already blown your resolution, well, you've got another shot. It doesn't have to be New Year's pick a Monday, pick another day that's the start of a month. And don't try to do everything all at once. Um, We only have a, a certain amount of willpower. And so if you can carve out one or two small changes that you want to make and get yourself to stick with them, I think that's a victory. Um, tell people about what you're trying to do. Accountability really, really helps. And use technology where it's available to help you. You mentioned uh, about, you know, taking a look at, at, you know, the different subscriptions and trying to cut that out. But in many cases, it seems like it is really the smaller stuff that adds up that can really end up, you know, putting you in a tough spot on a monthly basis. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to roll out the coffee metaphor um, (laughs) because, because believe me, I'm as tired of it as the rest of you are, but food is an issue, right? And, and the way we eat going through the day, whether we, whether we cook or whether we take out, we're shopping way too often. We're buying way too often when we have these full pantries and freezers. And I think we learned these lessons during the pandemic that we actually can put together a meal at home, that we can go to the grocery store once a week with a list, get everything that we need and not repeat our our trips back into the store, which inevitably end up costing us much more than we planned on. I mean, you know, I, I, I got a a shirt once from the folks at Target because I gave a speech at corporate headquarters that said, you know, I went into Target and bought only what was on my list, said no one ever. You know, <laughs> totally, it's totally true. You go in and you just you just buy things. And we we fall prey to these behaviors. We yeah. we fall back into old habits. I'm guilty of it myself, right? Yeah. I, I We moved to Philadelphia during the pandemic. I live right in Center City, um, around the corner from the lovely Rittenhouse Market. And I'm in there way too often. I would be spending a lot less money if I was in there once a week. And so now you can keep me honest and I can try to do that. So tell us a little bit about Opportunity Knox. I think it's a great concept for a show. Opportunity Knox is is real people, real money. Um, we we three of us coached six different families through a variety of financial challenges. I worked with one couple right here in Philly, um, two teachers, two women who work in the school system, um, struggling with student debt. 
and and took a look at at their budget and and really um they they went through my finance fix coaching program and helped them get a handle on where their money was actually going and and put them back into the driver's seat so they were feeling more in control um i worked with another couple in in raleigh north carolina um who had moved in with her parents during the pandemic they wanted to buy a house and through opportunity knocks and by using the opportunity finder which is a tool that the show has put together in order to help people find those financial institutions and that financial help in their own communities that does things like offer lower interest rates and higher savings rates um, they were able to get a, a mortgage at a really good rate from a credit union right in their neighborhood and and now they're living in a house of their own so let me ask you this then it, specifically because we know of all of the dynamics that are at play this year are there are there pieces of advice you have for people into 2023 that you think are very important for them to consider right now yeah so um back to that cash you know if you've got your cash still sitting in a um plain vanilla big bank account where it's earning nothing, um, you're missing 4%. Um, and, and you could roll it in and you could grab it and it could be landing um, on your on your balance sheet on a regular basis. So I would say pay attention to that. Um, don't lose faith in your investments. It's been a really, really long time since we've had a year like 2022. And continuing to dollar cost average into the market, into a quality investment portfolio, whether you're doing it through your 401k, whether you're doing it through a traditional brokerage firm, is, is what you want to do. Um, 20, 2022 was not a bad year for active stock pickers and and yeah. you know this you know this very well i mean we um if if that's the way that you want to continue operating i think that's fine but i i think the the idea is don't um just because the market gave you a, a bad year a rocky year is not a um is not a sign that you should not be investing in fact i think it's probably a sign that you should be investing more and and doubling down Gene, great to talk with you. Happy New Year, and thanks for uh, all your insight and look forward to talking to you again down the road. Me too. Thanks so much. Thank you. Gene Chatsky, founder and host of the Her Money podcast and also, as we mentioned, one of the coaches on the PBS series Opportunity Knocks. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.